Hi, welcome to the show. I am Azita, your counselor, psychotherapist, and behavioral therapist. And I'm Nisha, your friendly, average human <laughs> being, ready to learn some hacks on how to get through life relatively unscathed. And this is The Project of You, a podcast that feels like a kitchen table conversation mm. with your mom, if your mom was an awesome therapist. Oh, yes. <laughs> I wish my mom was also a therapist too. I know. Too. Look, there's a lot no. of benefits. Yes, of and course. And I'm excited to share those with our listeners. Great. Me too. And while this podcast is a great resource for anyone that needs just a little extra support through life for a proper session or diagnosis, please reach out to me on our website or reach out to your professional support um, system, whoever that is. Yeah, especially when we're talking about some more serious topics like we are today. Absolutely. So I came across a word recently that I have never heard of. Okay. It's DAVO. It's mm. an acronym, actually. Oh, yes. And it stands for Deny, Accuse, mm -hmm. Reverse Victim and Offender. Yes, very popular one yeah. as well. A textbook abusive pattern that's yeah. often done by the perpetrator. Yeah. Okay, so can you explain what DAVO is? Because I feel like if more people recognized it, we can mm. call it out. Yeah, it? absolutely. That's the first step. So DAVO is a gaslighting technique used by really anyone that struggles with accountability and communication. Mm. It's also often by people that are... Um, they are like, they're having more narcissistic personality traits okay. yeah. and they are very manipulative. This mm. can be, you know, your, your parents, it can be a partner, it can be even a co-worker, yeah. a boss. But yeah. mainly we see this behavioral pattern in toxic relationships, mm. uh, in abusive relationships. Well, I've experienced this before firsthand and it's mm. the most frustrating, powerless feeling. That is exactly, you are right. Yeah. It's a technique designed to undermine you, invalidate your feelings and observation and to make you question the legitimacy of what you are trying to communicate. This is designed to confuse you. Mm. So you lose a trust on yourself. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah, I think it's super interesting that you mentioned that this is common in people who struggle to be held accountable. Yes. That's really, you nailed that. Yes. People who struggle with accountability, and if you're listening to this and you relate, if you're not comfortable with being accountable in your life, what happens is you massively impact your own quality of life, the quality of your relationships. Mm. For some people, being accountable is equivalent to being put in jail. You know, yeah, they yeah. feel such a strong resistance to it. They feel so wronged by it. They feel misunderstood and falsely accused, and it really escalates so much in their mind. Yeah, and perhaps this come, uh, this you know, came from a place of trauma in their childhood. Maybe. They had very reactive parents, and so making mistakes was very, very big deal. Yeah. Where they would be very punished and verbally and physically abused for it. So they've learned to build this quite sophisticated defense against taking ownership for mistakes. Wow. See, what I love about our talks is that I was expecting you to just be like, those people are abusers and they're evil. But to view it in that lens, to have mm. a more actual 
just an actual understanding of why they are that way, I mm. feel is so refreshing. Mm. So to to make it clear, they are abusers yeah. with evil like behaviors. Yeah. So they are still we can we can put them in the category of abusers. Yeah. And it helps for people who are going through it, it helps to understand what's going on behind the curtain, behind that defensive walls. Yeah. So I had a partner who did this mm. and I would not throw the label of abuse on that relationship. It was neglectful, but mm. it wasn't abusive. Well, let me correct you, Nusha. Yeah. Neglect is also a form of abuse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. And, you know, this partner would dover me mm. every single time I brought something up. And it didn't matter how gently, how sweetly, how unbiasedly I communicated. Mm. I, I would start it with a empathy parade at the beginning. I would really connect and be like, look, I understand you're going through this, this, and this, and this. But even that very mm. sweet, gentle approach would escalate to them just absolutely yeah. punishing me. And it would end with me somehow comforting them. Yeah. Like, yeah. wait, I was the one who was upset. Why am I apologizing to you? So this is what Dharva is yeah. all about. Yeah. Remember first, there is denial. Mm. Immediately, they will deny any wrongdoing. It's always either someone else's fault, your misunderstanding, mm. or very dramatic, overblown external excuses. Yeah. Something that you are not allowed to question. Mm. So often with my clients, they will say, if I ever bring up something that upsetting me, my partner goes from zero to 100. Yeah. And they bring up you know, well, these things happens to me in my past, or you don't understand. I've been through X, Y, and Z, and mm. which seemingly has nothing to do with what you are talking about, but it's designed to immediately stop you in your track and makes you feel very guilty. That's one form. Yeah. Another form, your partner might say things that are quite upsetting. Yeah. And when you confront them, they can say. Oh, but that was a joke. Like, are you saying that I can never ever joke mm, with you mm. again? You always blow up out of proportion. You always overreact. Yes, remember Why that you time? You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's another the, the way guilt, of the guilt bombing straight hmm. away. It works. I yeah. would feel so bad too because hmm. I love this person. I don't want to hurt this person. Yes, and I wish if people were saying exactly the same thing about themselves yeah absolutely and then the second you do stop and you do feel that guilt that's the perfect opening for the next stage of darvo which is to accuse you yeah i have a client who is in in an abusive relationship and Mm. if she ever brings up a current present behavior that is upsetting her her husband will fire back with something she did five years ago, which has nothing to do with the present moment. Yeah. That's, that's very, very common. common yeah. Very common. And what I'm helping her with right now, and that is something the listeners can do as well, is to keep a journal. So yeah. you need to first understand that you are being Davo. You're being, yeah. You are being yeah. Davo. So, but... To make it clear for yourself, Mm -hmm. you need to keep a journal. Yeah, keep track. Something, keep track, something written down, black and white. Mm. 
that can't be changed or manipulated. Because when you've been under the influence of a manipulator for a while, one of the most dangerous things that happens is you begin to question yourself. You lose that trust in your own feelings and observation. And when that happens, it's very easy for someone to manipulate you even further. Yeah. When you are expressing a need or a boundary because they can very easily twist things on you when you yeah. don't have that concrete trust in yourself. Mm. Yeah. So keep a journal, write down the things that are happening that you find hurtful. Write down every time you feel manipulated or gaslit because when you write it down you can begin to see the pattern wow. you can begin to see you are not crazy yeah. these things are actually happening, happening. around yeah. you yeah and of course you're not going to forget it mm. because living with people like this you're constantly going through trauma yeah and what happened when people are being traumatized the first thing goes out of the window it's their memory i've heard this yeah. So you don't even remember that this is something that is constantly yeah. happening Some to you. Some people don't remember their entire childhood Absolutely. because of, because of Absolutely. trauma and abuse. Yeah. So keep a journal. It's very important. Yeah, because then you'd have evidence. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you have the evidence that can't be manipulated. Mm. And it really helps boost your faith in yourself. This is very important and yeah. solidifies what you've experienced. Yeah. You're not dreaming or you're not, yeah. you know, you're not going crazy. You're I, not insane. I, you, you recommended that I do this when the relationship that I was mm. in, um, that I still struggle to label as abusive, which yes. you really helped me with. But you told me to do this and I felt crazy at first. Mm. And it's easy to feel crazy because mm. you're like, am I really going to keep yeah. it? a tally of that's me of yeah am i really gonna do that like mm. that's gonna seem crazy and, and they will gaslight you for it i'm not mm. gonna lie they will throw that at you if you say well i've kept track mm. of all the things they do they're gonna be like that's so insane you're crazy mm. for mm. doing that mm. but the mm. the number doesn't lie mm-hmm the paper yeah. isn't lying mm. you can't change what i've written down it's written mm. there in ink and mm. it 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 really helps. Or, or so. they say, you can't even see every other things that I'm doing right. Yes. You can't see what else I'm providing. Mm. You just keep... So that gives you that shame, you know, oh, people that is, are being dived. This is the accused. Yes. So this is now they throw something yes. back at you. Yes, absolutely. So the manipulator will then throw out their own accusation mm -hmm. and think of this as... You can think of it, you know, as a smoke bomb that a magician throws to distract so that they can make a make an escape. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because remember that for people who have this phobia of accountability um, or they are narcissistic, when they are being confronted with something that they are responsible for, their brain is focused on only one thing. Yeah. Escape. Mm. They want to run away and protect themselves from these feelings. And they will do whatever they have to. 
manipulation for people like this has been a wildly successful tactic in avoiding accountability. And they learn it at a very young age. And like a muscle, they keep using it more and more and becomes stronger and stronger. God, yeah. So this is where we see the reverse victim and offenders. Yeah. They will now throw everything they can at you. All the guilt, the tears, the tantrums they will make will have a meltdown until you are now the offenders and they are now the victims. Yeah, yeah. So suddenly you take the role of comforting them, apologizing to them and eventually learning not to bring things up at all because... It's not worth the escalation and guilt and argument. Yeah. They basically train you like this so that your behavior matches their preferences. Yeah, I definitely experienced that. I felt very much trained because going into that relationship, I was a very strongly opinionated, Mm. very assertive person. Mm. And exiting that relationship, I was not Mm. that person at all. So I really did feel trained into that behavior it was always you know i'd say something small Mm. and they would blow it so out of proportion and start Mm. saying like oh so i'm the worst partner in the world right you must be suffering so much with me because i'm so horrible and you're like no i never said that you're a good partner i'm i'm Mm. sorry if i made you feel that way Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah they they say everything for you to actually praise them yeah and then apologize exactly yes or some of my my clients have this um with their parents for example Mm. they say um whenever i would bring anything up with my mother for example about some of the things she was doing that was really hurtful to me she would say oh i must be such a horrible mother maybe i should just stop trying or they're crying Maybe I should just go away forever. Yes. Making you feel very guilty. Yeah. Very guilty. Yeah. And this is a technique used by basically call your bluff. Yeah. They, They want to scare you. They want to test your reaction. This is very important. Every time they push a little bit more Mm. to test your reaction to them abandoning you. Yeah. Because they know nine times out of ten, your reaction is going to be to immediately withdraw from what you are trying to communicate out of fear of abandonment. Yeah, they really weaponize that against you. That's so exactly evil. I'm sorry, that's so horrible. <laughs> it, yeah. it can be very damaging. I agree. After your experience in that relationship, Nusha, you know that I yeah. know it took a lot of therapy for you to unpack what happened and how to avoid that happening to you again in the future. That's yeah. that's also very important. Yeah, it was awful. And I stayed in that for years. There's people I know who are still in relationships like mm-hmm. that. And it's really hard to see. Yes, yes. This is why I think learning how to take accountability for your life is such an important thing because you never know the effect that your behavior can have on people and on your own life. Yeah. A lot of people really do see it as shackles. Yeah. They see it as a prison cell. But accountability 
is actually the most liberating things you can experience. Yeah, it's so freeing because mm. what you're doing is taking full power over your life. Exactly. You take ownership mm. when you stop blaming other people or other circumstances for your behavior. So this is yes. for anyone listening who really struggles with accountability. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I have this really great one line that I use with a lot of my friends when they're seeing a new guy or whatever. And they say, oh, well, it's been six months, but he doesn't want to commit to me because mm. he was hurt in the past, for mm -hmm. example. And I always say, mm -hmm. well, that's an explanation. Not an excuse. Exactly, So yes. something may have happened to you and that explains why you feel a certain way or react a certain way that can be really hurtful to people. Maybe you don't like accountability mm. and you do whatever you can to, you know, dodge that. Mm. That explains why you do it, but it doesn't excuse it. Mm. You're responsible for your recovery. Stop passing the hurt along. Yeah. Because after that constant Davo experience for me, Whatever trauma was inflicted on that partner that caused them to behave that way mm. was then inflicted onto me. Mm. And if I mm. didn't have the support and access to therapy that I did, mm. maybe I would have then passed that trauma onto the next person too. That's absolutely right. You know what, when you are in that kind of relationship and being constantly diverted, what's yeah. going to happen? You become one with other people, yeah. with your other relationships. So yeah. you go, you get stuck in this very yeah. unhealthy cycle, cycle. of yeah. life. Yeah. And this is why I really do push for the people that are listening. Um, you've already displayed a huge amount of self-awareness for even sitting through this podcast. Mm. Okay. And. Yeah. So you care. Yeah. You well want to become done. a better version Congratulations of Congratulations to you. And. Good for you that you're listening to this podcast because it's not easy to get to that place. Mm. You don't stop there, though. Yeah. Your journey of self-improvement can be greatly enhanced with the extra support and knowledge and tools that therapy can provide. So living with these kind of people and being constantly diverted and being living with narcissistic people will take away your power, will yeah. take away your um, self-esteem will leave mm. you confused you can you shouldn't be doing this by alone, yourself by yourself yeah. so please reach out and get therapy so and support what tools would you give to someone who is experiencing davo in a relationship in their life right now okay all right so let's go back to the analogy of a magician throwing a smoke bomb mm -hmm. it's a distraction tactic yeah and an escape tactic so yeah. What I want you to do next time you feel that you're experiencing Darvo is to clear the smoke away. How? Mm. By calling it out. Yeah. Draw attention to it. Say, you know, I've noticed that when I'm speaking about something that is affecting me, you turn it into something about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. What will probably happen is that they are probably pause for a second and maybe scramble a little bit and they are still very much in defense mode so don't expect them to magically experience a wave of self-reflection right mm -hmm. now but they are probably try and defend themselves yeah that's what they're gonna do 100%. all right so the best thing is that to don't even get involved and play their game again yeah 
So be short and be firm yeah. and call it out. Say, why are you attacking me? Yeah. I'm talking about me mm. and you're attacking me and yeah. you're talking about you. Yeah. This is the time you need to become more firm. Yeah, sort of, yeah. And call it you. Yeah, because they're definitely going to defend themselves yes. against that. Yes. And that's okay. Maybe they genuinely were not aware that this is their pattern yeah. and maybe they are. Mm. But what you're going to do then is say, I'm just pointing it out because it's a pattern that I have noticed. Mm. Now that you have your journal as well, so you can refer to mm. it. Yeah. If you have some stuff you would like to talk about regarding my behavior, my actions, or, you know, some other external things, yeah. Maybe you work's might say been work's hard, been yeah. hard, life's been hard, or I have been traumatized, or, you know, I still yeah. keep on that bad experience Th- thing that, that I you have. did 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. You can say, if you'd like to talk about that, I'm more than happy to talk to you about it after this. Yes. Or we can make some time to talk about it together. Yeah. But right now, we are speaking about me. We are speaking about my needs or my boundaries or a particular behavior that I find hurtful. Nice. If they're going to throw that, you know, card, poor me, poor me, I am the victim. You go, you know what? If that how you feel, I highly suggest you to go, you go get help for your trauma. But your trauma shouldn't be defining our relationship mm-hmm. or it shouldn't be the cause to undermine mm-hmm. my value, mm-hmm. my needs, my my life. Yeah, and if they basically. do throw an accusation out, and let's say it's valid, again, you could say, I'm, I'm totally here to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. If you would like to discuss that, yes. if you have something you want to hold me accountable for, I'm here for that. But right now we're talking about my thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we're talking about this particular behavior and you know that this is not good. So yeah. we're not even going to go not gonna there. Entertain we're not going to entertain the idea yeah. that why you're doing this. This behavior is not good. You call it out and you deal with it. Nice. Yeah. It's very important to have that self-worth, that self-value. Have that love and respect that you have for your partner that makes you immediately stop in your tracks whenever they express their hate and their worries. Have that same love and respect for yourself. Hold that space for your needs. And if the person you are speaking to it can't yeah. be your partner or family member or friends, as we said, yeah. if they can't respect that, then it's time for you to reassess that relationship and get them to listen to this podcast (laughs) yes that's a good start that's a good start and we also have a great episode um about communication yeah i really recommend listening to that too so much conflict resolution expressing boundaries sharing important feelings all of these fall under communication and you really need to have strong skills in that area in order to have a strong relationship in your life, it's in order to become assertive instead of being passive. passive. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So if you're experiencing this, please, please 
reach out to a person in your support system. And I know, Nisha, at the beginning you said, I don't want to call this abusive, but unfortunately you are experiencing um, abusive relationship. It may start very small, but it often escalates into dangerous territory. Darvo is often associated with people who have narcissistic personality disorders. Yeah. They can be very abusive. Yeah. They can yeah. be very harmful, very manipulative, and they can hurt you. They can be very harmful to your mental and physical health. And again, if you are listening to this and you struggle with accountability yourself, This is your sign to begin your journey towards healing. You never know what your avoidance might be doing to the people around you. Yes, and please reach out to us for any help, any support. We have free 15-minute phone consultations Mm -hmm. available on our website, www.theprojectofyou.com.au. Okay. Thank you. Now an affirmation to finish up our episode. Mm -hmm. Um, This is very important. Repeat it this time. Actually write it down and repeat it every single day. So when you're ready, I'm going to say it and you repeat after me. I respect myself. I love myself. My experiences, my needs my pain, and my boundaries are valid. I will not be manipulated. I will stand my ground. Amazing. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, guys. We're looking forward to hear from you. Yeah, we love any suggestions you have for future episodes. Absolutely. See you next time. Bye. Bye.